0: Hello again. Hello. Interesting weekend I had. We're not going to go over it, but maybe (laughs) in the future. How was your weekend?
1: Oh, you really want (laughs) to (laughs) know.
0: No, it was, uh, it was cool. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What do you want to know about it?
0: You did another ceremony this weekend. yeah.
1: Yeah, we did. It was full moon, so um, there was a ceremony and we had um the subject was love and relationships and meeting your soulmates.
0: Meeting your soulmate, love relationship. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Yeah. It yeah, it went very well. There were a lot of people and so we created this really big and uh powerful energy field. Mm-hmm. And then we first, we what we did basically was going to all the veils that are between our, us and ourselves, basically. <laughs> like, I have the feeling that we build all these veils to be safe, like a veil over our spirituality, because other people don't like us to be connected to something else or a higher source or over our heart. So we cannot be hurt mm-hmm. or, and of course our sexuality. So we try to be some, something that other people will not reject. And we have to, well, manage ourselves into a certain, well, well-established form <laughs> that others can handle. So, um, so we started by, Just letting all these veils go so that we can shine our lights on every level of the field and then connect with our essence. And then from our essence, connect to, you know, the energy field and and the longing for maybe a soulmate or or the ultimate relationship or at least Mm -hmm. where the relationship is a reflection of who we are instead of somebody else filling our legs. Okay.
0: Yeah. So so that I'm clear, and maybe some people in our audience may not be clear, what's the difference between a soulmate and a twin flame to you?
1: Oh, to me? <laughs> that's, that's an interesting question. For me, I think I've with all the men I've been with, or have been in in longer relationships with, they all felt on a certain level like soulmates. Mm-hmm. So the men that I attract in my life, they are soulmates because and but in different ways. You know, you can like have to maybe come together because you share a past life and you have to clear karma. Mm-hmm. That can be a soulmate. Or with my ex husband, who really helped me to, you know, to activate my blueprint and become who I really am. So these are all people that really touch you very deeply and who you feel something that's so meaningful that you have to be with them. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, it can also be done, like the process is done. With my ex-husband, uh, uh, after 12 years of being together, we separated and, the, and our relationship also felt very complete. Like we had finished everything we, we were together for. Like we, Our relationship had this mission, And to become, for both of us, to become really ourselves. And we did. But after these 12 years, we also found that we were uh, stopping our growth if we would stay together. So that would be soulmates
0: for me, I guess. How about you? I I feel... um kind of the same way. Your soulmate can be anybody who comes into your life um, to be with you, to support you, to uh, help you go through a certain period of time, learn a lesson. Um, But they're not necessarily the person you're gonna end up with for the rest of your life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I think there's also a difference than Between soulmate and twin flame, but also between soulmate and like relationships on a, you know, normal human level or on more on a personality level where you fit together because you come from the same background, for example, or you really recognize each other because uh, you have, you know, the same kind of interests or longings or maybe you want to have a family usually that's also a go- good reason to you know to come together because you want to start a family it doesn't have to be maybe a soulmate but maybe you the two of you are a really good team you know to to get children and raise a family and but not necessarily feel this really deep connection but still work very well together mm-hmm. So as it comes to twin flames, there's, for me, I'm not sure, you know, for me, it's not a very romantic thing. It's a very, you know, it's a very difficult thing. Ah, Do tell. (laughs) No, I think as people, we really have these romantic beliefs about, you know, getting together with our twin flame or soulmate and um, and that we then are complete. But for me, it's not like that. It's more that you uh, that this twin flame brings you in so many situations that are really, really difficult (laughs) that you have no choice, than become totally yourself. And become totally filled with yourself in your own light, in your own love, and um, be totally complete <laughs> without, without having any more the need to, you know, be with them. And then maybe <laughs> it will happen, but you're not sure. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so for me, that's all about, I think, about balancing the the masculine and the feminine. So, so, you know, I have this one experience where I thought that might be it, you know, but I'm not very romantic about it. You know, Twin Flame maybe also that (laughs) one is a killer and the other is a... You have to, you have to learn a de- very deep lesson <laughs> together. It's not everything is like beautiful about it.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> tell, tell me more about that killer. <laughs> no, I'm not sure about that one, but you know,
1: it's 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 more that, um, more like, or let's make it not so heavy, but maybe like one is betraying and the other one is betrayed, then you ha- really have to deal with something inside of yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you're, you're learning this lesson about harmony and balance. Um but it, it really starts within yourself. So where I felt that I'm not really hanging on to this, you know, concept. I think it's a concept. It's a really human concept Mm -hmm. wanting to have a twin flame because then you're complete. And then you're, you know, (laughs) you're you're finally, you're finally where you want to be. But, but for me, the twin flame is really challenging you to get there without and then, in the end, without needing them anymore, as as the solution to your problem, hmm. and then and then also being totally open to you know whatever happens, and of course you still want to be together. Of course, that doesn't really end, but yeah.
0: Okay. So that's an interesting definition, and I. And I I know that some people believe it might be the opposite. So mm-hmm. um, my entire life, I would hear tw- twin flame was the person that you were meant to be with as the other part of you. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, and the soulmate is somebody who comes in. Part of the time, they could be your best friend. They mm-hmm. could be, you know, siblings can be soulmates. It has nothing to do with uh, sex or anything like that. It's just people who connect on deep, deep level.
1: uh,
2: Yeah.
0: To support each other in some way, shape or form. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think that's true. And on the soul level, it's, it's the other one making you complete, but on the personal level here in the 3D dimension, like being on earth. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be that harmonic as it's on the soul level.
0: Got it. That's
1: yeah. that's what I mean.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> completely agree I mean. with that. <laughs> Thank you for the clarification.
1: <laughs> and of course, of course, there's this. You know, on the soul level, there's this totally merging of energies, and that's perfect. But on the on the physical level, I'm not so sure that you're then meant. To if 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 you're not growing or the other one is not growing you know right if they don't they don't and then and then there's no way that you're going to force them to be your twin flame to make you complete
0: Mm -hmm. yeah so with the concept of twin flame the the idea of love at first sight or soulmate or whatever um, do you believe in that, or how do you? I should say, how do you believe in that? Not whether you do.
1: I, in in my case, I guess I always attract like soulmates. There's nothing. You know, there's not a single single <laughs> thing in me that wants to be with somebody else, and and it also happens also, like. By accident, or you know, that you that you're not searching for it, but it just happens. It it's also there's always for me when I see it my relationships. There's also a certain serendipity involved, mm-hmm. or just like this that you come together on a crossroad, and which you couldn't foresee. And then you suddenly meet and there they are like the universe has arranged it. Mm. That's what usually happens to me. And, um, so what was your, oh yeah. So how do I know it's, it's always a matter for me. It's always a matter of energy. So when I can feel somebody and I can feel that, there's something happening to my field. Mm -hmm. For example, when I met my ex-husband, we sat in a cafe and we were just talking, but it was like our energy fields were catching up. Like we had lived together or, you know, like they were really talking to each other. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I got really, really hot. And I had to, you know, take off my 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 shirt and everything. So, In the
2: cafe? No, not my
1: shirt. Not my shirt. But, okay, you know, yeah. my jacket. <laughs> <laughs> my jacket. <laughs> I was still fully I'm dressed. but comfortable.
2: But, <laughs> <laughs> ah.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> so there's always a certain magic involved. For me, that's how I experienced it. And also, you know, for example, when I met you, it was also like, you know, there's also on a soul level, a connection, and it just happens without, you know, without trying. It's just it's just there. <laughs> and I think that's amazing. And I always act on it, you know, when it's when it's there. Mm-hmm. I just I would throw myself before somebody's feet (laughs) if I needed to. (laughs) Because because I I think it's really important, you know, to act. Because you can, you know, cannot act, maybe. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. And then you regret.
0: That's true. Yeah, there are a lot of people who who see someone um, they're attracted to and don't take that initial step you
2: know, yeah they
0: don't find out they don't follow up they don't um, take the risk
1: so, yeah man. and I usually feel very awkward because I'm not you know not very um, I'm more like an introvert so I like people to come to me and I do not really reach out mm-hmm. but if I feel it's the energy is there, I always will react.
0: Well, you are an <laughs> Aquarian, right?
1: Yeah, I am. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. and Scorpio, and going, like uh-huh. yeah, yeah, like like someone else here.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. I think you're talking about me maybe i don't know Um, yeah no (laughs) yeah you're you're well yeah you know scorpio rising
1: yeah so you're gonna have to talk
0: about that because i i don't know a whole lot about astrology
1: no well the no i'm not going to i'm not going in there (laughs) maybe later (laughs) maybe later So, how about your vision on Soulmates and Twin Flames? And um, what do you feel?
0: Okay, so like you, when I have seen someone in the past, I would, be, I would feel awkward. You know, for me, it's, yeah. um, because I was always shy and uh, quiet. Um, seeing somebody I found attractive, of course, my heart would race. It's like, oh, shit, don't look at me. <laughs> and eyes connect but see here's the thing that you got to know about me okay so i just i don't have rap okay so <laughs> i i don't go up to women and start you know like how are you doing i don't, i, don't, I don't <laughs> <keep you>. <laughs> <laughs> My friends would always say, well, that is your rap. That's your game. I was like, I don't have game. That is your game. Okay, whatever. So as far as connecting with people and getting to know them, that's important for me to at least make that initial um, contact. And because um, I'm a guy, I identify as guy. Um, Approaching someone who um, identifies as a woman I don't like for them to be intimidated or think that I'm coming on to them. So Mm -hmm. I remember one of my best friends in graduate school, we're standing outside of the classroom waiting for the professor um, to come and unlock the door. And all I said was, hi, are you going to this class? And she had attitude. Boom. Yes. And we ended up being really, really, really close friends. I would consider her to be a soulmate. Mm. Okay. We could talk about anything. We actually did our internships together. And she's like a, a sister to me, a little sister. So we, we made a soul connection. Even though it started off rough, I was like, okay, well, you ain't that cute. Yeah, she's going to listen. <laughs> and I'm in, I'm in trouble.
2: <laughs>
0: but um, we became really close friends, um, and we worked a lot together. We created some stuff together. And she got married, and I moved, and she, you know, she stayed with her family. Very traditional um, Latina, uh, well, Latino family, and um, so she, she's gonna kill me, man. I'm gonna be dead. Um, she. She wanted to um, be able to get married and move out of her home. So when she Mm -hmm. connected with her soulmate, I don't know if she would call him um, a twin flame or not, but they connected. But then she lost her then boyfriend to the father, her father, because, you know, in traditional Cuban households, the son-in-law needs to be really close to the father. So she would sit there pissed off because in my belief the father and the son-in-law were also soulmates. Mm. So that's how I look at it. Twin Flame is a little bit more I look at it in a unlike you, I guess, in a little bit more romantic way. Mm. It can be the other side of you. Um, it can yeah. be the fire to your water. It can be, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, and
0: I do believe that,
1: you know, like the feminine and the masculine. Like this really, you really are complete together. Okay. But at the same time, there's this you m- more like the 3D level and the 5D level. You know, on, on 5D, you are totally complete together. Perfection.
0: perfection
1: yeah yeah okay on the 3d level it will not always be the case Mm -hmm. and that's really sad also but also something i think for myself i realized that and then it makes it more easy to deal with and and really it really stimulated my growth you know I became somebody else because of it. Mm-hmm. And that's really, that's something it gave me that was so powerful <clears throat> that maybe another person wouldn't be able to give to me.
0: Right. Yeah. Complete sense. And yeah, I'm on board with that.
1: Yeah.
2: It's, yeah.
0: it's funny how... Um, When you really step back and take a look at something, you can see how things fit together, the pieces start to fit together.
1: Yeah. And at the same time, yeah, on the on this level, on the physical level, it can be very painful and you know and a pity. And at the same time, I feel so complete now in myself Mm -hmm. more than before. So that you don't need somebody else to be complete, and still it will be different when you because when you make the connection, there's so much love that is yeah without comparison, I guess. But
2: yeah,
1: I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe maybe we can experience that with different people also. So I'm not sure about that.
2: Yeah, I'm willing
1: to try though, <laughs> because <laughs> I'm not waiting like the rest of my life. You know, that's that's the other part of it. I'm not going to wait if this is it. Is it this is it? And I'll move on and you know find it in different
0: ways. Yeah, keep it moving. Keep it yeah. If it's yeah. meant to be, it'll come back around.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing also. If it's meant to be, it comes to you.
0: Yeah. So the funny part about relationships, though, is that, you know, we go through the, the first stage of the relationship, the arrow stage, where you're totally in love with the other person, you know, or you think you're in love. You don't see their flaws. Or they don't really bug you yet. Okay, you see them, but you don't really, they don't bug you yet. Um. So with this particular friend from grad school, we were in a class together. We were studying a book because we took um, marriage and family um, as well as mental health. So in the marriage and family classes, we had to know about men and women, the differences between men and women. There was a book we read. It's What a Man Thinks, What He May Be Thinking Mm -hmm. or something like that. And this book laid out all the secrets of relationships. So all of the, um, the women in my class flocked to the bookstore to get this book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And because at the time they were all dating, they were looking for um, partners. They wanted to know what the hell to do in the first stages of the relationship. And the author of the book, I I don't know if there's a a hit list out on him because he revealed a lot of secrets, you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of men might be pissed off. But um, he talked about the initial stages of a relationship. If you're looking for a partner, then there's certain things that a woman should not do. And I say woman because this book caters to the the two genders that he recognizes. I'm sure that it could fit in to any other. Mm. So one of the things is never um, sleep with your potential mate early in the relationship. The longer you make him wait, the more successful the relationship will be. Okay. So I used to kind of tell people this back in high school. Cause I was, you know, very astute, you know, I watched <laughs> and I noticed that the girls who quote unquote put out or gave up on sex didn't have boyfriends. Hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. And because of the locker room talk, those guys who would hook up with these girls would go in and and say horrible things about them. Hmm. And um, me being me, I would go and say something to those girls. I wouldn't Hmm. come out and say, this is what they said. I would just say something like, that guy's not a very good guy.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So in particular, um, when I was growing up, and I think it's still the case, and actually um, in couples therapy years ago, um, my partner and I would talk to our therapist uh, about certain sexual acts that men respected and didn't respect. So in um, certain communities, Girls are taught, and I don't know if this is in the Netherlands or in Europe too, to not, um, to not have sexual intercourse, vaginal intercourse with a man until they got married based on their mm-hmm. religious beliefs. And it was okay to perform oral sex. Okay, so the person I knew was given this message. And so rather than having intercourse this person would perform oral sex. What she wasn't told was that for men, for guys in general, when a girl does that, they, they disrespected them. They wouldn't make them really, Yeah, it wasn't girl. Really? Absolutely, yeah. And so- Really? My therapist- my
1: <laughs> I've therapist, never heard about that. <laughs> man you're missing out
0: (laughs) they wanted it they wanted it
1: but But not in their marriage
0: no I think well so this is his definition he would say that that particular act was reserved for he at the time he's much older I think he's 80 something now Um, which a man would go to a professional for that act rather than his wife because he wanted to look at his wife as pure, pristine. Yeah. Yeah. Mother Mary,
1: <laughs> there we are. Oh, I really hate this. I really I hate this. I must I know. say that. That's a reaction. <laughs> oh, there's a big, big reaction to this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so this is where I come in. Uh-huh. No, I think we are really, really, you know, trying to fit women into this Mother Mary thing. And women are so much more than that. Mm -hmm. You know, we are also Venus. We are Artemis. We are so many goddesses at the same time. You don't want your wife to be. I I think I wouldn't mind. I, I don't date girls yet, but, you know... I would my wife to be, you know, all these different goddesses,
0: personally. Absolutely. I think that is absolutely the, I think it's stupid for men to believe, um, you know, that's archaic, archaic thinking.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't get it. However, in the streets, it's a true thing.
1: Yeah. Okay, but you you know that oral sex can be also a very spiritual practice,
0: so. I believe that it's one of, I mean, if you look through um, tantric sex, there are so many different things that you can do with your partner that is spiritual, that is a deeper connection. And I see this big smile on your face. I,
1: yeah, well, I like, I I like the way you move. I like the way you move while you're talking. You know, I used
0: to get in trouble at school um, oh. at BBSH because I, I discovered um, one of my teachers telling me that I have a tendency to stick my tongue out a lot yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize that. Well, that was something I started doing because I have a retainer. Yeah, and so I would play with my retainer and my tongue would shoot out. And so my my um, teacher Donna Evan Strauss uh, said that it was an, an unconscious thing. However, when women would see that that could stimulate them in a way that there would be a lot of sexual transference and, mm-hmm. and for me to be aware of it when I'm um, working with a woman in the session. So I thought that's okay. It's good to know.
1: <laughs> it's good to know for sessions. <laughs> it's
0: really good to know. Yeah. Yeah. So, if anybody decides to work with me <laughs> it's it's unconscious um whatever i don't yeah anyway <laughs> <Where
1: was I? laughs> i'm not sure well girls shouldn't have oral sex or shouldn't at least I and I do agree with that, I guess. Or of course we can have sex on our first dates, but if you really want to be with the guy Mm -hmm. and and think he is relationship material, you better wait. And I and I do agree with that. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm actually reading this. It's a Dutch book now. Uh It's called The Seven Veils. And it's about it's about going one step step further mm-hmm. every month, for example, or whatever time frame you you choose. But for example, the first month you only hold hands, and then the second month you you may kiss on the mouth, and you may you know hold each other or stroke each other's faces, mm-hmm. and then in the third month you go a little bit further, and you may have well. You may have a little bit of intimacy with your clothes on mm-hmm. and maybe French kiss also and then in the next phase, you take off your your clothes and then your you go a step further mm-hmm. but you keep on you keep on your underwear so and then step by step and then the and then the man really has to um learn how to temper his fire okay well the woman is learning how to open and be safe and you know and become very now mm, more and more sensual maybe mm-hmm. and then the in the sixth phase the woman is allowed to orgasm but the man is still not and then in the last phase, the man also can orgasm. So you you build on this in a very safe and a very um, slow way
2: mm-hmm.
1: towards a relationship. Okay. But I'm, I'm wondering whether there are a lot of guys into that,
2: because. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think that's the most difficult part. But if you want to train your sexual energy uh-huh. and if you want to really work with your sexual energy and really know how to hold it uh-huh. within your own field and make use of it, uh-huh. then it's a very good way to, well, to come together. Okay but you also I mean it doesn't have to last for a month you know you can also do it in in one week for example one one phase each week you don't have to do it like in seven months (laughs) that's
0: very slow yeah seven months might be a little too long for me so yeah maybe maybe
1: (laughs) (laughs) maybe but you know you you should also really honor each phase because there's so much to you know energy wise you can learn so much and you can really also there's a big part where you can really learn how to communicate every step of the way.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So where you can really set your boundaries. I don't want this. I do. I, and I do want that. You know, it's a really slow way of getting to know each other and learn how to communicate about other things you want and don't want. And
0: I really like that about it. Yeah. I like that, too. I like that. So, as we close, because I'd love to visit this again, I think that this is a really good topic. I just want to say, this was, it was enlightening. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Which part? (laughs) Uh, Oh, You stuck out your tongue. (laughs)
0: Okay, so if you have any questions, you can message us at sensate570570 um, at gmail.com. And, you know, direct all your questions um, to, to me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, <okay>. Yes, please.
0: <laughs> or you can find me on IG at haruna goals. Um, yeah. And Hermelijn. Hermelijn
1: van der Meide, and uh, I think my book will be published quite soon. And there's a lot of this kind of things in my book, but still, it's in Dutch. In the in the first, you know, print, it will be in Dutch. But there's a lot about this, you know, twin flame soulmates, sexuality, and energy, and everything. So, okay. yeah.
0: Well, always a pleasure. Yes. I'm going to go take Same a here. shower now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cool down. Cool down. <laughs> yes. All right. Next time.
0: See you later. Hello again. Hello. <laughs> Interesting weekend I had. We're not going to go over it. <laughs> <but> <laughs> maybe in the future. How was your weekend?
1: Oh, you really want to know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it
0: was uh it was cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> what do you want to know about it? You did another ceremony this weekend, yeah? Yeah, we did. It
1: was full moon, so um there was a ceremony and we had um the subject was love and relationships and Meeting your soulmates.
0: Meeting your soulmate, love relationship. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting.
1: How yeah. It yeah, it went very well. There were a lot of people. And so we create this really big and uh, powerful energy field.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then we first, we what we did basically was going to all the veils that are between our, us and ourselves, basically. <laughs> like, I have the feeling that we build all these veils to be safe, like a veil over our spirituality, because other people don't like us to be connected to something else or a higher source, or over our heart, so we cannot be hurt, mm-hmm. or, and of course, our sexuality. So we try to be some, something that other people will not reject. And we have to, well, manage ourselves into a certain, well, well-established form <laughs> that others can handle. So, um, so we started by just letting all these veils go so that we can shine our lights on every level of the field and then connect With our essence and then from our essence connect to, you know, the energy field and and the longing for maybe a soulmate or or the ultimate relationship. Or at least Mm -hmm. where the relationship is a reflection of who we are. Instead of somebody else filling our legs.
0: Yeah. So... So that I'm clear, and maybe some people in our audience may not be clear, what's the difference between a soulmate and a twin flame to you?
1: To me? (laughs) That's that's an interesting question. For me, I think I've, with all the men I've been with, or have been in, in longer relationships with, they all felt on a certain level like soulmates. So the men that I attract in my life, they are soulmates because and but in different ways, you know, you can like have to maybe come together because you shared a past life and you have to clear karma Mm -hmm. that can be a soulmate or with my ex-husband who really helped me to, you know, to activate my blueprint and become who I really am. So these are all people that really touch you very deeply and who you feel something that's so meaningful that you have to be with them. Mm -hmm. But at a certain point, it can also be done like the process is done with my ex-husband uh, uh, after 12 years of being together, we separated and uh, and our relationship also felt very complete. Like we had finished everything we, we were together for. Like we, our relationship had this mission. Right. And to become for both of us to become really ourselves. And we did, but after these 12 years, we also found that we were uh, stopping our growth if we would stay together. So that would be soulmates for me, I guess. How about
0: you? I I feel um, kind of the same way. A soulmate can be anybody who comes into your life to be with you to support you to uh, help you go through a certain period of time learn a lesson Um, but they're not necessarily the person you're going to end up with for the rest of your life
1: yeah 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 and, and and i think there's also a difference then between soulmate and twin flame but also between soulmate and like Relationships on a you know normal human level, or on more on a personality level, where you fit together because you come from the same background, for example, or you really recognize each other because uh, you have you know the same kind of interests or longings, or maybe you want to have a family. Usually, that's also a good, good reason to. know to come together because you want to start a family it doesn't have to be maybe a soulmate but maybe you the two of you are a really good team you know to to get children and raise a family and but not necessarily feel this really deep connection but still work very well together Mm -hmm. so as it comes to twin flames there's for me i'm not sure you know, it, for me, it's not a very romantic thing. It's a very, you know, it's a very difficult thing. Ah,
0: <laughs> do tell.
1: <laughs> no, I think as people, we really have these romantic beliefs about, you know, getting together with our twin flame or soulmate. And, um, And that we then are complete, but for me, it's not like that. It's more that you, uh, that this twin flame brings you in so many situations that are really, really difficult (laughs) that you have no choice than become totally yourself and become totally filled with yourself in your own light and your own love. And, um. Be totally complete without without having any more the need to you know be with them, and then maybe it will happen, but you're not sure, nice. <laughs> so for me that's all about i think about balancing the the masculine and the feminine so so you know I have. This one experience where I thought that might be it, you know, but i'm not very romantic about it. You know, twin flame maybe also that <laughs> one is a killer and the other is a you, know. <laughs> <But> you, <laughs> you have to you have to learn a d- very deep lesson. <laughs> Together. It's not, everything is like
0: beautiful about it. Uh uh (laughs) Uh, Tell me more more about that killer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure about that one, but you know, it's, it's, it's more that, um, more like, or let's make it not so heavy, but maybe like, one is betraying, and the other one is betrayed. Then you ha- really have to deal with something inside of yourself. Mm-hmm. But you're you're learning this lesson about harmony and balance. Um, but it it really starts within yourself. So where I felt that I'm not really hanging on to this, you know, concept. I think it's a concept. It's a really human concept.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Wanting to have a twin flame, because then you're complete and then you're, you're you (laughs) know, you're you're finally, you're finally where you want to be. But, but for me, the twin flame is really challenging you to get there without, and then in the end, without needing them anymore as, as the solution to your problem. And then, and then also being totally open to, you know, whatever happens. And of course, you still want to be together. Of course, that doesn't really end. but Yeah.
0: Okay. So that's an interesting definition. And I, and I, I know that some people believe it might be the opposite. So um, my entire life. I would hear twin flame was the person that you were meant to be with as the other part of you. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, and the soulmate is somebody who comes in part of the time they could be your best friend. They mm-hmm. could be you know siblings can be soulmates. It has yeah. nothing to do with uh, sex or anything like that. It's just people who connect on deep deep level. Um, yeah to support each other in some way shape
1: or form. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's true and on the soul level it's it's the other one making you complete, but on the personal level here in the 3D dimension like being on earth, mm-hmm. it's not going to be that harmonic as it's on the soul level. Got it. That's yeah. that's what I mean. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's I completely I mean.
0: agree with that. Thank you for the clarification. <laughs> and of
1: course, of course there's this, you know, on the soul level there's this totally merging of energies and that's perfect. But on the on the physical level, I'm not so sure that you're then meant if 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 you're not growing or the other one is not growing, you know. Right. If they don't, they don't. And then, and then there's no way that you're going to force them to be your twin flame to make you complete.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with the concept of twin flame, the, the idea of love at first sight or soulmate or whatever, um, do you believe in that or how do you, I should say, how do you believe in that, not whether you do I,
1: in in my case, I guess I always attract like soulmates. There's nothing, you know. There's not a single single <laughs> thing in me that wants to be with somebody else. And and it also happens also, like by accident or you know, that you that you're not searching for it, but it just happens. It it's also there's always for me. When I see at my relationships, there's also a certain serendipity involved Mm -hmm. or just like this, that you come together on a crossroad and which you couldn't foresee. And then you suddenly meet and there they are, like the universe has arranged it. Mm. That's what usually happens to me. And um, so what was your Oh, yeah. So how do I know it's, it's always a matter for me, it's always a matter of energy. So when I can feel somebody, and I can feel that there's something happening to my field.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: For example, when I met my ex husband, we sat in a cafe and We were just talking, but it was like our energy fields were catching up, like we had lived together or, you know, like they were really talking to each other Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I got really, really hot (laughs) and I had to... (laughs) But, uh, you know, take off my 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 shirt and everything. So, In the cafe? No, not my shirt. Not my shirt. But, you yeah. know, my jacket. <laughs> <laughs> my jacket. <laughs> I was still fully I'm dressed. But comfortable. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's always a certain magic involved. For me, that's how I experienced it. And also, you know... For example, when I met you, it was also like, you know, there's also on a soul level, a connection, and it just happens without, you know, without trying. It's just, it's just there. <laughs> and I think that's amazing. And I always act on it, you know, when it's, when it's there, mm-hmm. I just, I would throw myself before somebody's feet (laughs) if I needed to. (laughs) Because because I I think it's really important, you know, to act because you can, you know, cannot act, maybe. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. And then
0: you regret. That's true. Yeah, there are a lot of people who see someone um, they're attracted to and don't take that initial step. You know, yeah, they don't find out, they don't follow up, they don't um, take the risk. So, yeah. Man.
1: And I usually feel very awkward because I'm not, you know, not very... Um, I'm more like an introvert. So I like people to come to me and I do not really reach out, mm-hmm. but if I feel it's the energy is there, I always will react.
0: Well, you are an <laughs> Aquarian, right?
1: Yeah, I am.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm.
1: and Scorpio, and going, like, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, like, like someone else here.
0: <laughs> uh huh. I think you're talking about me maybe I don't know Um, yeah no yeah you're
1: you're well yeah
0: you know Scorpio rising
1: yeah so you're gonna have to talk
0: about that because I I don't know a whole lot about astrology no
1: well the no I'm not going to I'm not going in there (laughs) maybe later (laughs) maybe later So how about your vision on Soulmates and Twin Flames? And um, what do you feel?
0: Okay, so like you, when I have seen someone in the past, I would, be, I would feel awkward. You know, for me, it's, yeah. um, because I was always shy and uh, quiet. Um, seeing somebody I found attractive, of course, my heart would race. It's like, oh, shit, don't look at me. <laughs> and eyes connect, but see here's the thing that you got to know about me, okay, so I just I don't have rap, okay so <laughs> i I don't go up to women and start you know like how are you doing i I'll die. <laughs> 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 So, um, my friends would always say, well, that is your rap. That's your game. I was like, I don't have game. That is your game. I, yeah, okay. whatever." Yeah. So as far as connecting with people and getting to know them, that's important for me to at least make that initial um, contact. And because, um, I'm a guy, I identify as guy, um, approaching someone who um, identifies as a woman, I don't like for them to be intimidated or think that I'm coming on to them. Mm So I remember one of my best friends in graduate school, we're standing outside of the classroom, waiting for the professor um, to come and unlock the door. And all I said was, hi, are you going to this class? And she had attitude. (laughs) Boom. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> and we ended up being really 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 close friends I would consider her to be a soulmate hmm. okay. we could talk about anything we actually did our internships together and she's like a, a sister to me a little sister so we, we made a soul connection even though it started off rough I was like okay you ain't that cute yeah, she's gonna listen. <laughs> and I'm in, I'm in trouble. Right. But um we became really close friends um and we worked a lot together. We created some stuff together. And she got married and I moved and she, you know, she stayed with her family. Very traditional um Latina uh well Latino family and um so she's going to kill me, man. I'm going to be dead. Um, She she wanted to um, be able to get married and move out of her home. So when she Mm -hmm. connected with her soulmate, I don't know if she would call him um, a twin flame or not, but they connected. But then she lost her then boyfriend to the father. Her father, because you know, in traditional Cuban households, the son-in-law needs to be really close to the father. So she would sit there pissed off because in my belief, the father and the son-in-law were also soulmates. Hmm. So That's how I look at it. Twin flame is a little bit more, I look at it in a, unlike you, I guess, and a little bit more romantic way Mm. It can be the other side of you.
2: Mm. Um, it can yeah.
0: be the fire to your water. It can be, you know, whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I do believe that you know, like the feminine and the masculine, like this. Really, you really are complete together. Okay, so. but at the same time, there's this. You more like the three D level and the five D level. You know, on on five D, you are totally complete together. Perfection.
0: Yes. Perfection.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. On the 3d level, it will not always be the case. Mm -hmm. And that's really sad also, but also something I think for myself, I realized that and then it makes it more easy to deal with and, and really it really stimulated my growth, you know, I became somebody else because of it. Mm -hmm. And that's really, that's something it gave me that was so powerful that maybe another person wouldn't be able to give
0: to me. Right. Yeah. Complete sense. And yeah, I'm on board with that. Yeah. It's, it's funny how, um, when you really step back and take a look at something, you can see how things fit together. The pieces start to fit together. Yeah.
1: And at the same time, yeah, on the, on this level, on the physical level, it can be very painful and, you know, and a pity. And at the same time, I feel so complete now in myself Mm -hmm. more than before. So that you don't need somebody else to be complete. And still, it will be different when you, con- because you, when you make the connection, there's so much love that is, yeah, without comparison, I guess. But
2: yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. I'm
1: not sure. Maybe, maybe we can experience that with different people also. <clears throat> so I'm not sure about that. I'm willing to try, though, (laughs) because (laughs) I'm not waiting like the rest of my life. You know, that's that's the other part of it. I'm not going to wait. If this is it, is it? This is it. And I'll move on and, you know, find it in different ways. Yeah. Keep it moving.
0: Keep going. If it's meant to be, it'll come back around.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing also. If it's meant to be, it comes to you.
0: Yeah. So the funny part about relationships, though, is that, you know, we go through the, the first stage of the relationship, the arrow stage, where you're totally in love with the other person, you know, or if you think you're in love, you don't see their flaws, or they don't really bug you yet. Okay, you see them, but you don't really, they don't bug you yet. Um, so with this particular friend from grad school, we were in a class together, we were studying a book. Because we took um, marriage and family um, as well as mental health. Okay. So in the marriage and family classes, we had to know about men and women, the differences between men and women. And there was a book we read. It's What a Man Thinks, What He May Be Thinking, mm-hmm. or something like that. And this book laid out all the secrets mm-hmm. of relationships. So all of the, um, the women in my class, flocked to the bookstore to get this book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and because at the time they were all dating, they were looking for um, partners, they wanted to know what the hell to do in the first stages of the relationship. Hmm. And the author of the book, I, I, I don't know if there's a, um, a hit list out on him because he revealed a lot of secrets, you know, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of men might be pissed off but um, he talked about the initial stages of a relationship if you're looking for a partner then there are certain things that a woman should not do and I say woman because this book caters to the two you know, the two genders that he recognizes I'm sure that it could fit in to any mm. other so one of the things is never um, sleep with your potential mate early in the relationship. The longer you make him wait, the more successful the relationship will be. Okay, so I used to kind of tell people this back in high school because I was, you know, I was very astute. You know, I. I went to- <laughs> And I noticed that the girls who quote unquote put out or gave up on sex didn't have boyfriends.
2: Hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah. And because of the locker room talk, those guys who would hook up with these girls would go in and, and say horrible things about them. Hmm. And um, me being me, I would go and say something to those girls. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. come out and say this is what they said i would just say something like that guy's not a very good guy
1: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah
0: so in particular um, when i was growing up and i think it's still the case and actually um, in couples therapy years ago um, my partner and i would talk to our therapist uh, about certain sexual acts that men respected and didn't respect so in um, certain communities girls were taught and i don't know if this is in the netherlands or in europe too to not um to not have sexual intercourse vaginal intercourse with a man until they got married based on their Mm -hmm. religious beliefs and it was okay to perform oral sex Okay, so the person I knew was given this message. And so rather than having intercourse, this person would perform oral sex. What she wasn't told was that for men, for guys in general, when a girl does that, they, they disrespected them. They wouldn't make them really. girlfriends. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. And so really my therapist
1: I've never heard about that. (laughs) Men, you're missing out
0: (laughs) They wanted it. They wanted it,
1: but they But not in their marriage.
0: No, I think well so this is his definition. He would say that that particular act was reserved for what he, at the time, he's much older, I think he's 80 something now, um, which a man would go to a professional for that act rather than his wife, because he wanted to look at his wife as pure, pristine. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mother Mary, <laughs> there we are. Oh, I really hate this. I really hate this. I I must say that. That's a reaction. (laughs) Oh, that's a big, big reaction to this. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, this is where I come in. (laughs) No, I think we are really, really, you know, trying to fit women into this Mother Mary thing. And women are so much more than that. Mm-hmm. You know, we are also Venus. We are Artemis. We are so many goddesses at the same time. You don't want your wife to be. I, I think I wouldn't mind. I I don't date girls yet. But, you know, I would my wife
0: to be, you know, all these different goddesses. Personally. Absolutely. I think that is Absolutely, the. I think it's stupid, for men to believe, um, you know that's archaic, archaic thinking. Yeah. I don't get it. However, in the streets, it's a true thing.
1: Yeah. Okay, but you, you know that oral sex can be also a very spiritual practice. So.
0: I believe that it's one of. I mean, if you look through um, tantric sex, there are so many different things that you can do with your partner that is spiritual, that is a deeper connection. And I see this big smile on your face.
1: I, well, I like, I like the way you move. I like the way you move while you're talking.
0: You know, I used to get in trouble. BBSH because I I discovered um, one of my teachers telling me that I have a tendency to stick my tongue out a lot. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize that. Well, that was something I started doing because I have a retainer. Yeah, and so I would play with my retainer, and my tongue would shoot out, and so my. My um, teacher, Donna Evan strauss uh, said that it was un- an unconscious thing. However, when women would see that, that could stimulate them in a way that there would be a lot of sexual transference and, mm-hmm. and for me to be aware of it when I'm um, working with a woman in the session. So I thought, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's good to know.
1: It's good to know. For sessions it's really good to know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If anybody decides to work with me <laughs> <laughs> It's it's unconscious. Um whatever. I don't yeah. Anyway. <laughs>
1: i'm not sure well girls shouldn't have oral sex or shouldn't at least i and i do agree with that i guess or of course we can have sex on our first dates but if you really want to be with the guy Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and and think he is relationship material you better wait and i and i do agree with that okay yeah yeah yeah, I'm I'm actually reading this. It's a Dutch book now. Uh-huh. It's called The Seven Veils. And it's about it's about going one step step further uh-huh. every month, for example, or whatever time frame you you choose. But for example, the first month you only hold hands and then the second month you you may kiss on the mouth and you may, you know hold each other or stroke each other's faces Mm -hmm. and then in the third month you go a little bit further and you may have well you may have a little bit of intimacy with your clothes on Mm -hmm. and maybe french kiss also and then in the next phase you take off your your clothes and then you're you go a step further Mm -hmm. but you keep on you keep on your underwear so and then step by step, and then the and then the man really has to um learn how to temper his fire. Okay. While the woman is learning how to open and be safe and you know and become very now more and more sensual, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then the, in the sixth phase, the woman is allowed to orgasm, but the man is still not. And then in the last phase, the man also can orgasm. So you, you build on this in a very safe and a very um, slow way mm-hmm. towards a relationship. Okay. But I'm, I'm wondering whether there are a lot of guys into that.
2: because. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the most difficult part. But if you want to train your sexual energy Uh and if you want to really work with your sexual energy and really know how to hold it Uh within your own field and make use of it, Uh then it's a very good way to, well, to come together. Okay. But you also I mean, it doesn't have to last for a month, you know, you can also do it in in one week, for example, one, one phase each week, you don't have to do it. Like in seven months,
0: (laughs) it's very slow. Yeah, seven months might be a little too long for me. So yeah, maybe, maybe,
1: (laughs) (laughs) maybe, but you know, you, you should also really honor each phase because there's so much to, you know, energy wise. You can learn so much and you can really also there's a big part where you can really learn how to communicate every step of the way.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So where you can really set your boundaries. I don't want this. I do. I, and I do want that. You know, it's a really slow way of getting to know each other and learn how to communicate about other things you want and don't want. And I really like that about it. Yeah.
0: I like that, too. I like that so as we close because i'd love to visit this again i think that this is a really good topic i just want to say um this was it was enlightening yeah (laughs) which part
1: (laughs) Uh, oh you stuck out your tongue
0: Okay, so if you have any questions, you can message us at sensate570570 um, at gmail.com and, you know, direct all your questions um, to, to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <okay>. Yes, please. <laughs> or you can find me on IG at haruna goals. Um, And Hermelijn. Hermelijn van der Meiden. And
1: uh, I think my book will be published quite soon. And there's a lot of this kind of things in my book. But still, it's in Dutch in the the first, you know, print. It will be in Dutch. But there's a lot about this, you know, twin flame soulmates, sexuality and energy and everything. So, yeah.
0: Well, always a pleasure. Yes. I'm going to go take a nice shower now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, cool down, cool down. <laughs> yeah.
2: right.
1: See, you See you later.